Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review morning briefing for Thursday, the 11th. Is it Thursday? It is Thursday, isn't it? No, Wednesday, Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, the 11th of January. That's a good start. Uh, no idea what day it is whatsoever. To be, uh, to be fair to me, I was supposed to be off today, but I'm filling in. Joshua is uh, busy uh, scribbling away and doing scout reports for the website, folks, so I am filling in. This morning, I'm delighted to say we're joined by a professional in Adam Thornton. How are we getting on, Adam? I'm good, thank you, Derek. How are you? Yeah, absolutely superb. I can't believe we were on time this morning. It gives me so much satisfaction, <laughs> although I did blow it with my uh, introduction. So, uh, yeah, every cloud. Um, before we uh, talk all things uh, Rangers, folks, uh, just a bit of housekeeping uh, as ever. Uh, as you know, the little uh, banner on the screen there, uh, it's a, a wonderful... Uh, uh, you can subscribe to the, the Rangers uh, Review YouTube channel, uh, and it's totally free. Uh, you can see the little ticker below as well. You can subscribe to the website also uh, for just uh, two months uh, for £2. Uh, so it's a cracking deal. And as you can see as well, I've bunged them, uh, put up the, the our, uh, sponsor to the website, uh, to the podcast, sorry, as well. It is Seneca. Uh, they are the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe uh, due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. To date, they've treated over 43,000 hairless sufferers. Uh, their mission is a simple one, to change people's lives and restore their lost self-confidence. wonder why I was getting asked on. <laughs> what the hell? Well, there is... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Adam, it, it's, uh, I don't think it's uh, mainly directed. I don't think Josh is a target audience, but certainly no, me and you fall into that bracket, I think. Absolutely, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, Seneca is, is, is the boys to go to, folks, if you want to uh, sort your dome out and stick some uh, more hair on there. But anyway, let's uh, talk all things Rangers. That's why people are, are tuning in. Um, and a lot of talk right now, Adam, about uh, transfers and potential incomings at Ibrooks. It's all very exciting. The one name that has been heavily linked in the last few days is Todd Cantwell from Norwich City, of course, out of contract in the summer. Now, yesterday, uh, it was reported that Norwich had turned down a bid from an unnamed English Championship side for him. Uh, I do expect that there to be other teams interested in taking him, uh, Adam. Would he be a player that you would like to see at Ibrox? Would, would, would he fit into that that Michael Beale sort of mould for his team that he's looking to build? I think so, yeah. When he said uh, last week um, he wants to increase the the technical uh, ability in the team, I think Todd Cantwell absolutely would. Um, I'm not sure I buy the theory that he's a, he's a player that's lost his way or, or anything like that. I, I know he was rumoured to be going for 20-odd million 18 months ago. Just because that doesn't happen doesn't mean you're then absolutely <laughs> off yeah. the radar. Um, there's not many players that, that go for that, um, certainly um, championship-wise. So I'm I'm intrigued by that one, I have to say. Um, it would be really interesting. I don't think, Derek, the, the change of manager with Dean Smith coming in at Norwich really suited him. Um, I think he got his best... Uh, time under uh, Daniel Farka, so um, I think that probably impacted him. Obviously, he went out on loan. Um, I'm, I'm surprised, I guess, that we're maybe going for for guys like Cantwell and Davies. Maybe even from a financial point of view, I've seen a few people think saying that a couple of hundred grand will get either of them in this window. I think that's pie in the sky. Personally, yeah. like the, these players are on, and certainly in Tom Davies' case, won't be far off fifty grand a week. They could have got 10 or 12 million for him in the summer. I think we're looking at 
maybe up to two million in this window for, for these players, even though their contracts are expiring in six months. So um, it's not cheap in that sense. No. So um, I think we maybe need to just wait and see how, how that goes. But if we're interested in these guys, it, for me, it'll be certainly over a million pounds that will take to get them um, get them out of their clubs. And I would think, as you've said there with the championship clubs, I think a few clubs will be interested as well. So um, interesting to see how it goes. Definitely for Cantwell, I could see him playing... Um, where Ryan Kent plays, I guess. So there's a debate there. Is that a replacement for Kent in the summer? Is it an insurance policy? Is it someone coming in to add a bit more depth? Uh, I'm not sure, but he, he definitely had um, talent uh, and then maybe the last year or so hasn't been great, but I'm not sure he's a, I'm not sure he's a, a sort of fallen star or anything like that. Yeah, I think he'd be quite able to get up to speed quite quickly, provided that we managed to get him over the line. Yeah, the, the age profile, is that something that, 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 that excites you, Adam? I mean, if the Rangers looking at these guys, 24 years of age. Uh, he did say, Michael Wheel, I think, last week in, in a press conference, he's looking at players that are not at the top of the hill, not at the top of the mountain, and, and they're looking to improve and, and progress somewhat. That's the sort of uh, profile we should be looking at, shouldn't it? Definitely. I think from a like from a transfer point of view, they're maybe a couple of years younger than than you would you would want to get a couple of years out of them and then maybe sell them on when they get to sort of 24, 25, but for a kind of win now aspect, if you like, if you get these players in on a three or four year deal, you're getting basically their their peak or just before they come into their peak, as he said, I think that's that's ideal. Um, ideally, you're wanting maybe um, players like Tillman and Yilmaz, um, who are those sort of early 20s type players that will come in for a couple of years, but then you have to supplement it with, with guys that are mid early to mid 20s that can keep going. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, let's get to a few of the comments that are coming in. Positive vibe, uh, not having them, he says. Uh, to be honest, I'm not impressed with Cat Miller's Davis of, of Everton. Uh, Alan says, uh, what happened to your day off? Yep, that's uh, just uh, dedicated to the job, Alan. And Anne James says, uh, Derek and Adam know the Bears. Derek, I thought you were having a day off. Couldn't bear not talking about Rangers yet. Absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure. And, and good to have John McFadgen getting in touch. Morning from... Uh, Mandura in Western Australia, uh, no less. Uh, good to have your company, John, uh, on this Wednesday morning. Uh, Jamie gets in touch and says, uh, watch a podcast of Norwich fans. They were buzzing to get rid of Tom Cantwell. That's an interesting one. I, I, I've, uh, I'm going to speak to someone very shortly about him. And, uh, he's actually gutted that he's, uh, he, he could be leaving the club. Um, it seems to be a mixed response, certainly down there. Uh, at Carroll Road. Now, in terms of uh, potential outgoings, Adam, um, it's, it's led to a lot of rumour and debate as to uh, who could be leaving Ibrox uh, this January. Andy Mitchell raises a good point here. He says, uh, what would uh, Gers get for Kamara in his current form? He is the one player, I think, Adam, that, that most supporters would think he's a, the one that could bring in the, the most cash, I'd imagine, uh, and I think Rangers could afford to lose him. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Particularly if Tom Davies is coming in, I would say to me he would play in that that kind of position. Maybe not do it slightly in the same way that Kamara does. I think Davies maybe a little bit more combative, maybe a bit more uh, aggressive in his passing, and he'll sort of get forward a little bit more than than Kamara would. But um, that would be one that I think would be an obvious swap if we decide that. We know Michael Beale is a is a big fan of Kamara, but sometimes that's not enough. The player to me looks like he he wants a fresh a fresh opportunity, a fresh move. He doesn't look to have had a ridiculous um, bump up in form or confidence since Michael Beale came in. So um, for me, that would be a good one. Um, and it's all, I think it's always interesting getting fans, other fans' opinions. Like Fair enough, they've, they've seen the players, etc. But um, a month ago, if most Rangers fans were asked about Ryan Kent, 
um, and what he thought of him, quite a lot of them would be like, yeah, go. I think sometimes when fan, when clubs aren't doing well, as Norwich have had a bit of a tough time recruitment-wise, as have we, um, Everton have been a bin fire for, for a couple of years now in terms of yeah. in terms of their recruitment. I think it's only natural that fans will just be sick of any player that is not tearing it up. So sometimes I think we maybe need to take that with a little bit of a pinch of salt. Um, Kamara, I think, would be an interesting one because he does still have um, a couple of years on his contract. Is it two and a half or three and a half years on his contract? Um, he is sort of that 27, 28 range. So, um, I don't know, uh, a few million, um, three, four million possibly. Is that? I'm not sure if that's realistic, but if they can get that in, then fair enough. Um, and like we said earlier on, if we're looking at spending relatively big money, I guess, for, for Rangers. Um, and we're also seem to be looking at a forward, given we've been rumoured for, for a couple now. Um, you'd have to think, possibly, someone is going. So, is it Kamara? Is it Morelos? Um, I'm not quite sure. Those seem to be the obvious two for me. Um, but I guess we'll just need to wait and see how things look in a couple of weeks. Yeah, when you touched on Morelos there, Adam, uh, interested to get your, your views on him. He, he obviously... Uh, uh, Sparks a bit of debate uh, as to whether Rangers should uh, look to get rid in this chan- uh, transfer window. I thought it, it made a difference when he came on at, at Tanadice uh, at half time uh, at the weekend. Um, what, what's your feelings uh, surrounding uh, Morelos? I don't think he's he's deserving of a new deal. I would keep him around unless they bring someone better in this this window, though. Yeah, I struggle with it because I think opinions are. Are really entrenched with Morelos yeah. um, on either side. There's this whole cult of personality thing that I, I find intriguing because Michael Beale came out after the game and said, I changed how Sakala and Tillman were playing. I wasn't happy with them in the first half. I got them a little bit more freedom. Um, and you've seen that with Sakala down the wing. So to me, looking at it at the game, and I guess when Michael Beale said that, I felt like that changed the game. Um, undoubtedly, Morelos coming on. Um, helped uh, I guess he didn't have a hand in the goals but it helped maybe the def- even even just a sort of psychological thing the defenders maybe move to him more or, or try and treat him yeah. differently um, there is that aspect of it as well um, is that irreplaceable? No um, do we want to keep relying on something like that when, when he's, his form is as scatty? Probably not um, he still didn't look great for me um, he's snatching at shots even more than, than yeah. he is than he has and I think that's maybe a fitness thing he knows he can't Barrel past defenders now, um, so he has to take these pot shots from from range, which aren't really working. I'm not sure. It's a difficult one because I think we need a striker in anyway. Um, so if there was money coming in from Morelos right now, are we comfortable that Cholak, Roof, Sakala, and maybe someone else coming in would see us through to the summer? I don't know. Um, as Simon says, there maybe no value in selling him without a player to replace him. Um, all depends what bid you get. If you're talking about a good few million and we're confident that we can bring someone in who's going to not necessarily replace him, but be able to be a, an attacker for us, then maybe they'll need to look at it. Possibly it is better just to try and get a tune out of him every other week, um, yeah. like you said, and, and come on and get a couple of goals, occupy defenders, etc. Not sure. It's a tricky one. I, I would say probably at this point, Kamara would be the one that might be the more obvious to yeah. to go um, and get the, the replacements that are rumoured in. 
Yeah, I like how you mentioned Cholak. I'll bring him up shortly. Uh, well, Peter McKenzie gets in touch here. Sorry, Peter. He says, I didn't receive any notification this had started this morning, guys. Gutted I've missed the start of the chat. Uh, I think you need to click on a little bell, if I'm not mistaken, uh, mistaken sorry, on, on YouTube. So it comes up uh, on your phone or tablet or wherever you watch uh, the YouTube videos, folks. But uh, yeah, good to have you Good to have you alongside us now, Peter. Um, yeah, the question posed by uh, on Cholak, Adam, I wanted to get your opinion on David Norton gets in touch he says uh, I do not think that Cholak fits into Beal's plans discuss I think it's uh, a, a tad unfair given he's only had 45 minutes and uh, by all accounts uh, injured his calf uh, at Tannadice uh, didn't do much it's fair to say I had a sort of shot uh, a snapshot that the goalkeeper saved but I think it's uh, a bit early to uh, rule him out of uh, Beal's uh, plans do you think? Yeah um, I didn't think he looked great in that first half. Um, I was down the other end. It's really difficult to see at Tandice when you're at that other end, so I can't really get the depth perception is a bit weird. So it felt yeah. like to me there was a few um, a few situations where he maybe could have been a little bit quicker, maybe going in on the goalkeeper a couple of times and just sort of tra- challenging that he seemed to be holding back from. So um, I felt like that 45 minutes was maybe the worst of him, if you like, in that kind of way. But if he was injured as well, then, then fair enough. In terms of how he fits in... Um, well, Lyndon Dykes was was QPR striker, so yeah. um, I would say he probably fits less than a than a Cholak does. As Alan has literally just yeah. just said there, so <laughs> yeah. um, I don't buy that one. For me, I think it's being able to support him. So if you've got Tillman running from deep, you've got Kent buzzing in behind, you've got Barisic getting the ball on the overlap and getting the ball in the box for Cholak. You've got whether it's Sakala, whether it's someone else who's a bit more consistent. Roof, for example, coming in giving him that support. I think us having more in the final third um, with that extra attacker centrally will help him. And as Andy says, he definitely needs someone to play off. I don't think he's a statue up there that, that can't link play, etc. I think we've seen Aberdeen springs to mind. He can come in and do it. Um, it's maybe not absolutely his forte, but as someone else said there, he will score goals. Um, we'll get chances in the box for... Um, any player, and as we've seen probably now, even still, um, Trolak and Roof, if the ball falls to them in the box, they're sort of guaranteed that you're going to get at least a shot on target. So I, would be, I wouldn't be I would be throwing them out um, at all. I think the number of goals that he scored at a time that we really need them, which I don't think we, we really um, forget, particularly the PSV goal, then I'd be, I'd be absolutely keeping him around. And I think he should be, um, I would say, first choice for that, that sort of, Number nine, if you like, um, and certainly in a good number of games. And if we can rotate everyone else, then then fair enough. See see where we are in the summer. <clears throat> I love the, this show uh, and the, the diverse opinions. When we touched on uh, Lyndon Dykes there, there was a few comments come in. Uh, CGM55 says, uh, Dykes is rank. And uh, <laughs> simple Simon had a pie said, uh, Dykes is a powerhouse though. So uh, yeah, dividing opinion is a uh, good old uh, Lyndon Dykes. And lots of comments come in about uh, potential uh, transfer options uh, for Rangers. First of all, Derek Gray gets in touch. Anyone read any credible reports about the Antwerp centre-back? Is that all agent talk? I believe it is. Uh, is it William Pacho, Adam? Yeah. I think that the Antwerp boy, I think um, I think that's uh, all agent talk, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. That's what we're led to believe. Uh, Ian Thompson gets in touch, Adam. He says, uh, morning, boys. Is that skinny John Hart on the podcast with you this Jesus. morning? Jesus. <laughs> that, that is a bad one. That, that is a bad one. That's a yellow card, Ian. Uh, none of that, thank you very much. Ross makes a, an interesting point here, Adam. Uh, if you could sell Morelos and bring in Kevin Nisbet, would you do it? 
that is an interesting one. Um, obviously, he's, what is he now? Five and five. Um, certainly not for the four or five million or whatever it was. It was it was oh, rumored yeah. for eighteen months ago. But I think he now has his eighteen months on his deal. So, as always, it depends. Would I want to sell Morelos and bring in Kevin Nisbet and make no other changes to the forward line? No, I don't think so. But um, if there was a deal to be done for two million quid, for example, on Nisbet, and again, we always talk about this and say. Two million quid. If our window for the summer is five million pounds, I don't know if I really want to spend two million on Kevin Nisbet. But if it's a bit more than that, um, particularly taking into account the, the sort of Scottish nature of it, etc., as well, then then possibly do I think he's going to come in and be a number one first pick for for Rangers? No, um, and I think that's maybe where we need to get to. But you're absolutely right. The Scottish consideration probably gives it a bit more a bit more thought. Um, I, I always hate that as well because it should. It should be on talent, I think, when we yeah. we think it's important to have a Scottish core in the team. Um yeah. but when we're then talking about it as purely for European squads, etc., where the competition level ranks up so they almost become less useful. Um I don't know. It's a little bit a little bit strange. But absolutely I think would be would be worth a punt if we want to add some more goals into the, the kind of striking mix, definitely. Yeah, Graham Morrison certainly uh, says that. He says, uh, worth a punt backup striker, uh, knows the way to goal. And Aldo says uh, he'd score a barrel load uh, for us as well. So, uh, yeah, an interesting uh, suggestion. Um, another interesting point here last night, of course, Alex Lowry impressing against uh, civil service strollers, uh, Adam. Uh, but CGM55 not having says he's been wasted by the club. We've not seen him in, in the first team since. Well, he did play, didn't he? He did start the game against Motherwell, wasn't it, Ibrox, yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, not seen him since. Uh, should we read too much into that, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, where, would he, where would he play, uh, I yeah. guess, is so the one isn't it? Is, is the one for me. Um, mm. Tillman has been playing in that, that role that I would I would have thought he would be playing in, possibly Kent. I think both of them have been, been doing quite well, so it's maybe just getting into the team. I think against Motherwell, if I'm not mistaken, Tillman played a little bit further forward and, and Lowry came in. Um, but again, that's now Sakala's role and he's had uh, a really good start under Michael Beale too. So um, I, I think it is maybe just that. Um, we have had quite a few difficult games. Motherwell probably on paper, I think, would be the easiest game. So mm. maybe we look at it and think Lowry coming in for that game for an hour or so um, makes sense. Uh, maybe... What have we got next? We don't have a... We've got St. Johnson at the end of the month at uh, Ibrooks. Um, yeah. See how things are there, obviously. If we manage to progress in the Cups and we get a couple more wins in the league, etc., maybe we'll see him again there. Maybe that's his role for just now. I think everybody gets a little bit impatient sometimes when they see a player that, that has that has great quality. Um, we might even think that Leon King is, has taken a step back, but again, that's because Ben Davies and Conor Goldson have come back in and are looking like they're forming a solid partnership. So I think sometimes there's different reasons other than he's not good enough or the manager isn't playing them. Um, I've got no doubt if both of them keep um, keep applying themselves, they'll be getting minutes, absolutely. Yeah, I think this comment from Positive Vibes sort of sums up. He says, uh, Lowry is good enough, but Tillman is on top form. What, what do you make about Malik Tillman uh, recently, Adam? I think he's really coming on to a game. Uh, scored a, a, a great goal again on, on Sunday. He's become an integral to this Rangers side, isn't he? Uh, I think I asked you when you were last on whether whether you would uh, whether you would sign him on, on a permanent deal. I think uh, the majority of supporters would uh, do so right now if 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 if, if they could. Um, yeah. What have you made of his form recently? Yeah, I think he's been great. Um, for me, when he came in in the summer, he was always I thought trying to replace 
parts of what Aribo gave in terms of that sort of link between midfield and attack. To me, I think he impacts the game more than Aribo ever did. And he's he's four or five years uh, older. I think Aribo was great connecting the play, getting us up the park, etc. I think Tillman is doing that as well, but he's also adding impact in terms of goals and assists. Um, I think that's now six six and six goals and assists probably for for someone who is is not 21 until um, until the summertime. I think that is really, really crucial. We talk about Lowry not getting minutes, etc. Um, I don't think Tillman, Tillman isn't much older than the Lowry. So when you look at that impact that he is, he is bringing in, I think that's key, particularly in a team that's been struggling um, as well. I think we need, really need to think about that as well. And you then assume if we are increasing the quality, giving him more players on his wavelength, maybe guys like Roof or even Cantwell or Davies coming in that are going to help him even more, um, then I think um, I think we really need to um, really need to be nailing that down if we can. I'm not sure of the mechanics of the deal. I know it's an exclusive first option, all that yeah. sort of stuff, but um, I'm not sure of it. If there is a deal to be done in this window, um, again, it comes down to finances. Maybe the club would rather wait until the summer because it impacts another budget year or, or, or anything like that. I, I'm not sure. If we don't need to do it now and we know it's 100% locked in for the summer, they may as well wait. Um, but absolutely, I've been been really impressed with him. Um, I think when he came in, I probably just had that sort of preconception that he's maybe going to be someone like Aribo um, in terms of will be nice and, and tidy and flashy, yeah. come up with a moment every so often. But he is um, he is doing it regularly, but I, I do think he does sometimes struggle to stay in the game. Like we said against Dundee United, or the manager said, um, maybe a little bit static, things weren't coming off, etc. But I think what he does do is there's going to be a moment within a game I think pretty much every game he's had, there's been a moment where he's done something or um, tried something that would have been brilliant if it came off. So I think definitely um, he has been, uh, for me, the pick of the summer signing so far. I realise it's maybe not difficult given all the injuries, etc. Yeah. But um, pick of the summer signing so far. And absolutely, if he keeps going this way, then fingers crossed we can get the deal done. Yeah, totally agree. And as Alan says here, uh, I, I imagine you'd have been belting this out on Sunday, uh, Adam. He's Malik, you know. What, what's, what's the lyrics after that? Were you, were you belting it out? Uh, give him the ball and he'll score, I think. That's the one, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was indeed, it was indeed, yeah. Yeah, it'd be rude not to. Hopefully we're... Uh, <laughs> We're, we're singing that at Hamden on uh, Sunday as well against uh, Aberdeen. Um, some other comments uh, coming in here. First of all, uh, David McInnes says, I saw we were also linked to a South Korean player. Was that just a rumour or is it credible? I believe at this stage it's just uh, noise and speculation at, at this point. Uh, I don't believe there's anything concrete uh, from from Rangers, but there is a number of players. You'll, you'll see, I think there was a comment yesterday saying that Rangers have been linked with about 85 players already. Uh, very few uh, will enter the doors at Ibrox. And Craig McIntyre, this is that sort of a point I raised with Joshua yesterday, Adam. I want, I want to get your thoughts on it. Craig McIntyre says, uh, any ideas what's happening with Matondo? Um, there was uh, a bit of murmuring that, that he could possibly be sent out on loan. It's, it's fair to say, it is, uh, despite impressing in pre-season, He's found it going tough. Uh, Michael Beale said he's, he's suffered a, cri- a cri- confidence crisis. He's just found it tough going, hasn't he? But do you think uh, sending him out on loan might be beneficial for him? Um, possibly, but I would I would probably be surprised. Uh, I think um, like he hasn't been great uh, at all. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any any debate about that, and and particularly with with the fee as well. Um, I think two and a half million pounds or whatever it was. Um, You'd expect, regardless of what was he when he came in, 21? 
I think regardless of that, we, we should be expecting uh, a little bit more. We're not expecting a 21-year-old to come in and absolutely rip it up every week. Um, I think Tillman is the exception there. Um, so for me, maybe this is just another one of these things where the formation change that Michael Beale was put in, um, Matondo would probably be playing that Sakala role um, as well if he was getting opportunities. I know he did that during possibly the Leverkusen game. Um uh, the friendly, so um, it might just be one of those that we haven't seen him much. He came on against Ross County, he wasn't great, absolutely. Fan opinion is, is pretty made up on it, I think, but um, I'm not 100% sure that we would be looking to put him out on loan right now. Um, it might be that he wants to see a little bit more of him in the building. Can he do that Sakala role? Do we bring someone else in and he then ends up further down the line? Maybe it'll be a summer loan to buy type thing. Um, if it doesn't work out, that's what I would what I would say. It is a bit of a shame because when we when we watched them, I think myself and, and Joshua probably did I think we did a either a podcast or one of these on him and we said like kinda similar to Sakala, if you get the sort of pace in behind. Yeah. Um, he'd be good. Seemed to be a decent finisher. We've seen against West Ham in the in that friendly, he was a a really good finisher. But for whatever reason, um, just hasn't hasn't worked out. And when you hear confidence crisis, it's not ideal. I know it's a young player, and we have to be supportive, etc. Um, but when you come in with that price tag, um, and you come yeah. from um, you come from a league that you've been playing every week, um, and you come from the background that he has in terms of Man City and, and Schalke, etc., you are right to expect quite a bit more than we've seen. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I remember speaking to the when Rangers played uh, Union Sanjil Waz at the start of the season and the manager and uh, I can't remember what player it was said he was the best player in Belgium for the second half of the season. He was uh, he was terrific over there. So uh, yeah, I think it's uh, more of a, a mental thing perhaps with, with Rabi and, and hopefully he can he can get it sorted because I think there is certainly talent there. Um, uh, this touch at this point, uh, Mark uh, von Lipinski gets in touch. Any thoughts on the eighteen-year-old signed from Chelsea? He was one of five. Rangers youngsters that were handed uh, contract deals uh, yesterday. Uh, they were uh, Jacob uh, Pazikas, the 17-year-old goalkeeper. He signed a deal until the summer of 2025. Leighton Grant and Finlay Curtis until the summer of 2024. And Jamie Newton and Alex Kapakpe have signed short-term deals until the summer. I know Kapakpe was on a bit of a trial with the B team. Uh, so they've given him a contract until the summer. Uh, I'd imagine to show if he's worth uh, a longer-term deal, but did come from Chelsea. I think he was released from there uh, very recently. So uh, so that would be a, a one to keep an eye on, certainly. Um, and let's get your thoughts, Adam, on uh, the game on Sunday then. The League Cup has uh, been a, a competition where Rangers have failed miserably in, in, in recent years. You've got to say that the one, I think the one, the, the old firm final defeat so still rankles, I think, when Rangers really should have uh, won that game. Lost to an offside goal, which uh, I know there's a lot of controversy about uh, decisions at the moment. But uh, yeah, that, that was that such was life at that time. But Morelos missed that that penalty as well. But it's certainly a competition, Adam, where Rangers need to do better. Um, and against Aberdeen on Sunday, do you think they can uh, they can take that step to the final? I thought we might have exercised the the Hamden ghosts with the Scottish Cup win, but I'm still uh, I'm still not fully yeah. uh, fully over it yet. So I, yeah. th- I don't know whether it's the the late kickoffs or not, or the fact it's a Sunday that gives you gives you the fear. Anyway, I, I really wish we would yeah. a Saturday lunchtime game would be would be ideal. I think that would help everybody's mood um, on it. But um, yeah, we'll wait and see. I know Aberdeen have have brought in a couple of players, Shinny and um, the guy from Slovakia. I think it is. So um, we'll have to wait and see. 
hopefully it's the Aberdeen that turned up at Ibrox uh, a couple of months ago rather than um, yeah. the Pataudry Aberdeen, if you like. Um, we'll wait and see what happens. Again, full week of training, etc. for Rangers. There's really no excuse. Another um, five, six days of training uh, in the team. Um, hopefully we start well for a change, <laughs> as Craig said. Um, it would be good... Obviously, this halftime reset that, that Michael Beale seems to be doing is is great. Is that, is, that a, is that a worry for you, Adam? I was going to ask you about that. Why is it taking halftime to, to spark Rangers into life? That is a, a slight concern. Do you know what? Yeah, on the player side, um, I think it is a bit of a concern because they, they have shown in the past that they can't quite figure out problems sometimes uh, yeah. in games. So that's a bit of a challenge. On the coaching side, I, my theory, I guess, is that there's only so much that you can watch uh, a team before a game and do scouting and do analysis, etc. But you probably need to see them play. Um, if you think about Van Bronckhorst in the Europa League, the second legs, we were always a lot better because he'd had a chance to see them play. Possibly yeah. Michael Beale, we know how good a coach he is, we know how good his analysis is, looking at things in the first half of games and seeing, okay, this is how they're playing today. This is how this player is playing on this day. Um, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can change something. So maybe it's more about... Um, taking the 45 minutes to find the weaknesses in the team and then telling the team to go and exploit it rather than just getting them in the dressing room and shouting at them. Um, I think it's more likely to be the former than the latter. But either way, it's not great. I would like us to turn up and, and put in a 90-minute performance. Absolutely, the wins are great and the win is the most important thing on, on Sunday. Um, but it'd be nice to do it with a bit of style, particularly um, particularly at Hamden, particularly against Aberdeen, all that jazz. If we can uh, put in a, an October Ibrox performance, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Ian McPhee is very confident. He says uh, 3-0, no problem if we start the game correctly. And uh, the referees and the officials that have been announced for those uh, semi-finals, uh, Nick Walsh will be the man in the middle uh, on Sunday. Alan Muir will be in the truck uh, controlling VER. Let's hope we're not talking about contentious decisions uh, after the game. and We're just talking about a positive Rangers performance uh, and results. Uh, Broxy Bay will finish off with this. Uh, uh, the Gauchy specs are back. Is that? What, I think that's what he said. Was that the reason for cancelling your holiday today? I did find them yesterday, which was uh, fantastic news. Um, so yeah, we're back with the, the number one spectacles, which is uh, great for everyone. Um, okay, that'll do us there. Thanks to Adam for joining us. Thank you, Adam. No worries. I'm still reeling from that John Hartson comment, but I'll take the I'll take the skinny side of it rather than the John Hartson side of it. But yeah, thanks yeah. for having me on. Yeah, 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 super stuff. Right, folks, uh, we'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Bye for now.